bringing you the best Eagles basketball coverage. This is Creature Report. What's up and welcome into the Screecher Report podcast. This is Russell Kelly on the mic, joined by Elliot Cressy. Um, again, Screecher Report podcast. You can follow us on all that crap. Uh, we are here uh, for another post-game pod. It's been a while. Uh, it's been a long while, and it's felt like it too, because, well, our, our Eagles are in a bit of a slump, and by a bit, I mean a huge f***ing slump. <laughs> A really big slump. Um, lovely lady slump. A lovely lady slump. I stole that joke from Elliot. Um, and yeah, it kind of sucks. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get straight into it. We're, we're post-game FGCU versus UNA. They lost four straight before tonight. Well, now they lost five straight. Um and you, you know what really sucks too is because we're both here. Uh, we don't both get to go to every game at this point in our in our thirty year old lives. But um, you know we're both here tonight. It's a really fun college basketball game. The crowd was insane. It was amazing. Lots of just hype and cheering and good basketball. A lot. You know there was plenty of good basketball. Good moments. We'll get to that in a bit. And um, it was exciting. Great basketball game. And then now I got to be pissed off and mad and annoyed that we didn't win. It's like I want to appreciate the good basketball game with a win. Um, final score was an overtime game that we lost 87 to 85. Isaiah Thompson led our team with 24 points. Um, that was off of six three pointers, five of which came in the first half, I believe. Uh, if not very early in the second half, um, he sent us to overtime on a, on a sexy floater. Um, but again, it's all just kind of a tease at this point. Uh, Chase Johnston came up huge. He had 21 points on the night, played really well in overtime, especially scoring some clutch shots. Um, but you know, plenty of other good performers, but it, it was ultimately just like it has been recently, it, has, it hasn't been enough, and I'm sad at that. <laughs> I'm annoyed at it. it. There's so many, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, really, but uh, let me pass it to you, Elliot. Um, Elliot kept a log of his thoughts, um, so he's going to touch on some of those. It's kind of interesting in a game like this where we end up losing because, you know, how does the game start and how does it sort of evolve? Um, so we'll give you a little kind of inside look at that, but... Elliot, what are your thoughts on the game, and what were your written thoughts on the game? Oh, excuse me. I was just, my voice is hoarse because I was cheering a little bit at the end there because I really wanted a FGCU dub. We didn't get it, but I'm going to start with a hot take. That was a great game. That was a great game. Um, not a great outcome, but that game brought me back to a moment in FGCU basketball live that I haven't felt in a while. Um, I mean, it had a little bit of that at the USC game when USC came to our house. Uh, what was it? Was it two years ago yep. now? Yep. That was the, the last closest that Alico Arena has felt like that for a, a men's game. So that was awesome. Um, back and forth, all, all around good play, 
but now the ugly the ugly is we've lost five straight the ugly is we started the season 12 and 3 and now we are 14 and 11 so i don't know what the issue is man like um i don't want to dive into too many stats i think like i said i thought everyone played very well this game i thought we took this has been going on for some while now and you agree with me too russell is some of our offensive takes and possessions have been some weird shots, weird looks, kind of like, I don't know if it's like a confidence thing or just there's no flow, but whenever we get those weird takes, that leads to offense on the other team immediately, usually a fast break. And I saw that multiple times tonight. I'm checking my notes now. You know, the first five minutes, I was saying all FGCU. Everyone was smooth with it. We had a 15-2 run to open the game five minutes in. Um, but then at the 11, 11.30 mark, I started writing down miscommunication on offense. I saw guys kind of not yelling at other guys, but, hey, like, where are you at? You're supposed to be here. And, and just overall kind of like a little bit of miscommunication and confusedness. Um, that seems to me what I've witnessed over the last five at least has been some stagnant offense, and I'm not sure what the deal is there. I don't know if it's other teams are stepping up their defense on us or we're just not able to slash and penetrate, or maybe it's just simply shots not falling. I, I did hear Coach Chambers say that in one of the previous previous games post-game uh, interviews that shots weren't falling, and I agree with some of that. But at what point shots not falling, is that just is that bad basketball, is that bad uh, offense management is it bad playmaking is it the right people in the game the right players I don't know I don't know what it is you know best start in D1 era I think it was um, and now we're in a slump and kind of fighting to stay alive and actually make the ace on tourney which is hard to say at this point I'll let you kind of give some more comments because I'm at a loss for words other than that at the moment yeah, you're hitting all the nails on all the heads. Um, it, it's back to your hot take. It's only a hot take because we're mad that we lost because it was a great game. It's, Sorry to interrupt. I'm not even really mad. I'm just frustrated because I don't know what the disconnect is. I think our guys are extremely talented, and we've seen that in the first 15 games of the season. So these last whatever you want, what would it be, uh, like 10? Nine games. Nine, ten games have been like a completely different team, and I don't know what the deal is. Right, and it's I, – I think what I've noticed over that stretch too is uh, it started out with, with Zach Anderson missing those couple of games, right? Because early season Zach and even, even somewhat recent Zach, right? It's This team is much worse when he's not on the floor. That's true, even through this losing. Um but he was you know, able to score when you needed him to score. He's always a lockdown defender, really good rebounder. And he, you know, he, we missed him for a couple of games because of a concussion protocol type thing, I believe it was. And it showed we lost both of those games. And um, he comes back and, you know, we think it's going to be all great again. The defense comes back. The defense looks better. Uh, but then the offense is stagnant, right? There, we can't find any bit of offense, and, and we're barely scoring 50 points in a game or 60 points in a game. And then, okay, the offense looks like it's coming back a little bit. We're scoring in the 70s, 80s, and stuff like that. 
but we can't get a stop. We can't buy a stop. So the defense is gone. And that's kind of in this, I think, where we are right now, a little bit of everything. It's it's sometimes it's the defense is just clamping, right? Everybody's playing fast. The other team looks lost. And we get fast break, and we're playing with energy and, and all of that. And, and But it, it, to your point, the, the, the sort of shot selection that doesn't always look – it looks rushed sometimes. I mean, let, let's cite today – the last play of the game in overtime, uh, you know, we get a we get they make one out of two free throws. We inbound the ball. We run to our you know their side of the court to try and tie it up or win or something like that. And what happens is we throw up a shot. You know, it, it was it was didn't it wasn't open. It was very contested. Maybe you're looking for a foul there, sure. But are they giving you that foul all game? Is that is that you know? Is there efficacy in your reasoning for for thinking you might get fouled in that situation? Um, I'm not trying to imply that there was or wasn't, but I think it might have been Zach Anderson who swatted it, you know, the missed shot back out, and, and it ended up being to Chase Johnston on the perimeter. And of all guys you want to shoot a shot like that, it's him, and he shoots it. It's close but doesn't go in, and somebody was trying to tip it back in because there's no time left, and it was just a bunch of rushed shots all contested none of them went in and it was a stinker you know we lost by the two points or whatever it was stuff like that and it's been like that where when we're playing fast and we're scoring points and the other team we're making them play our brand of basketball and but then all of a sudden our playing fast means that we get turnovers means that they start getting fast break points and when we miss a shot um, it's like our defense doesn't get back in time sometimes, or or we have to start playing. Like UNA today wanted to slow things down a bunch. We were trying to play fast, but every time they had the lead, we had no choice but to play their game. And you now we had the lead most of the game, but as soon as they got it, it, w- it was really hard for us to take it back. And I, I don't know. I, th- I think this game was kind of a – it was almost an all-in-one of the struggles that have been happening for the team over this uh, rut. I'd agree. It's like we are so close to, to like passing that brink of like the lid that this game kind of represented like us getting to the lid, but the lid's still on and we haven't gotten past that to, to blow out and um, really find our identity. <clears throat> I hate saying this stuff, but credit to UNA, like their energy was high all night. They could have folded at the overtime buzzer beater that, IT hit because all the all the momentum went to us at that point. I thought for sure we were gonna kind of seal the deal, but they were hitting. They shot fifty four percent the whole game, which is incredible. I mean, they were knocking shots down, playing really high intensity. Uh, teams step up when we play them. I mean, the A Sun has evolved and and become a, a a much better conference than what it was, and the talent level is a lot higher. It's no excuse, but it's uh. It's good basketball. It's it's becoming a really tough conference. Um, a couple positives before we either wrap up or touch on something else that comes up. But, again, the atmosphere was awesome. We talked about that. But shout-out to the student section. They were really into it. Um, one of the funny, funny moments that I want to highlight was when Dakota was uh, playing defense on a, on a UNA inbound. He started going – 
woo, 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 to like get the, you know, UNA guy rattled. And all the students behind us and kind of in front of Dakota were started going, woo, woo, woo. And it was a bunch of Ric Flair's all at once just wooing. And for the uh, subsequent possessions, it happened every time. That's the kind of energy I would love to see every home game. I know it's unrealistic with Christmas break, spring break, all that stuff, but it was it was refreshing. It was electric. It was it made it fun. To add to that, I had a note in the late in the second half, about twelve minutes remaining. All our guys were smiling at each other. There was smiles all around. Like it was fun basketball. The whole game was great. I just don't know what it is. Where is that disconnect? That's, I'm sure that's what Chambers is scratching his head over, what our guys are scratching their head over. They know they got it in them. It's just uh, a work in progress. I don't have much more to say. No, I don't. I don't have much more either. I mean, I, I think we're I think we're fair with with players and stuff, right? Because you know, we see them, we know the work that they put in and all that kind of stuff. Um, so like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see like a player that I'm like, you know, this guy needs to change what he's doing. This guy needs to, you know, think before he does this, right? I, I don't see like too much of that with this team. So I think like you're saying, that sort of just adds to the frustration. I think in years past, you can kind of point to a guy like, hey, I don't I don't think this guy needs as many minutes as he's getting or this other guy needs more minutes. You, like, you know, you kind of have those suggestions as a fan, whether you're qualified to think that or not. You're still allowed. Right. You're a fan. Um, I don't necessarily have that, which is why it makes it all this perplexing. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean. I guess I I don't want to downplay it's really impossible to downplay the frustration of of like you know the best start in program history and now just a terrible like last 9 10 games. Um I think it's like 2 and 8 or, or 2 and 2 and 7 or something in the last whatever but I'm not downplay downplaying that at all. Um all I'm saying is that this is a team that beat USC earlier this year. Um now I, I'm I'm the first to say that it's college basketball. You can beat anybody and you can lose to anybody. So even if that was a fluke, um, which I I don't necessarily think it was a fluke. I don't think we would beat them, you know, most of the time out of ten. But you know I I think that we saw it right right. They have they have it in them to to play good basketball. We've seen them beat good teams. We've seen them play really well against the top teams in the conference. But yeah, like. It wasn't like guys were like shooting trash shots and we shot terrible and it was bad basketball. Like it was good basketball. Whether or not our opponent is UNA or USC, either team can step up and and like I don't know. Yeah, I know. The end result is trash, but yeah. And so I guess my my final point with that is that there are seven like conference regular season games left. Um, it sounds like not a, not a lot because it isn't, but it's also enough time as long as, you know, those wheels of change start changing now, whatever it is, whatever I can't identify because it's not my profession, um, <laughs> um, whatever needs to click, whatever, you know, and it's not, it's never one thing, right? It's, it's a big mishmash of things, but whatever needs to change, 
Um, you know, as long as that starts happening soon, like they can figure it out. As long as like it's all about making the tournament, and that's not absolving any of the struggles. But it's just, I guess, it's just me as a fan trying to be optimistic and hopeful, because because there's time, there is, but it's got to happen now. That's a very valid point. I, I you're looking at it as as a fan right now, and I was kind of looking at it as like a objective. But as a fan, yes, it's extremely frustrating because if you put if I put my fan hat on. I'm like bragging to friends like hey we're 12 and 3 like we're doing really well and now the last 10 we're like 2 and 8 or whatever it is. So as a fan yeah it's frustrating. We I don't I don't know what's happening but that's going to wrap it up here. Um I think you're going to this podcast will be right in front of your face come probably Monday morning. Um you know you have a couple days before the next game and stuff to stew on it but you know as always never never think it's weird to uh to reach out to us if you you, there's something you see when you watch the game that you think is is the reason or something we're always up for to hear thoughts to debate something you want us to talk about on a future pod questions you might have you could be anonymous you could tell us your name dm you know direct tweet Fax. fax You know, as always, facsimile. (laughs) Um, uh, Again, you can follow us on Twitter at Screecher Report, FGCU Screech Report. I don't remember. Uh, Instagram, you know, Screecher Report's what you're listening to. Yeah, you can follow Elliot at, I don't know, Elliot Cressy. You can follow me at at Viva La Russell. But anyways, follow us on all the things. Listen to us on all the things. Uh, Wings up. Go Eagles. Excuse me.